That's disgusting, no, Sparky, but I was just like, I don't ever really think about it, but it's always clean, you know? It's like, I, how often do you actively think about, like, what's going on down there? Yeah, I guess we're just, I guess we're just different people. I guess we're just different people, Ryan. <laughs> I think that's... Don't sound so disappointed. <laughs> oh, I'm ecstatic. <laughs> I almost felt so bad for Audis. Welcome everyone to episode 64 of 99100, the podcast counting up the top 100 domestic grossing box office movies of 1999. I am your binary host, Sparky Shelton. And I am your um, polyamorous host, Jordan Granick. And I'm Ryan. I would like to make it clear that when I said binary, I was thinking because this is episode 64... That is that is a it's bait it's like two to the eighth or something like that, um, and so I was thinking about binary code, not about my gender. But twos twos aren't even in binary. Yeah, but sixty four is like it would be a one zero 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 two to the sixth. Okay, and also to be clear, I knew that you were talking about that binary. I just don't know any related. Correct. I just don't know any decimal. Ternary. Like Python, Python, Hexadecimal. C++, C++. It doesn't matter. Um, Those are more programming languages I would have thought you have known. Yeah, that's pretty good. I know Java, Python, C++. Yeah, there's the three again. You oh, yeah. Those are, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if you think I know those two, well, I got a third, I know a third one. <laughs> well, boys, I it is episode 64, which we're all fans. We're all fans of the... Um, of the binary system and every time we tick over another another place we're all happy we are also ticking over another place in another way um as of recording this episode we have just surpassed our 10 billionth episode download um pretty elite club only like a serial this american life have that many cumulative downloads so we're pretty happy to have gotten there in a little over a year um you know, it has come with you know such a, a a ardent fan base has come with um you know some some upsides some downsides um and I uh, I just like to reflect on that with you you guys what what do you guys think um uh what did the massive massive increase in fame and money and popularity um do for you guys how about a, how about a pro and a con from each of you how about you Jordan um. I mean, it's a little different for me since I joined later in the game. Sure, sure. So I do, I've always felt like I've kind of, maybe it's what they call imposter syndrome, right. but you know, I wasn't, I didn't develop this with you guys. Right, yeah. And you, you know, of, I still, you, there are still people who, you know, ask me when Tino's coming back. Of and, course, yeah. And, and you know, you know, they do in the, in the fan art, you know, you're, you're, you're always depicted with a, uh, um, a little name tag that says "Hello, my name is uh, Latch On" or "Hello, mm-hmm. my name is Coattail Rider" or "Hello, my name yeah. is Ungrateful Bitch," you know. Which you know we don't encourage. I mean, I'm not going to wade into their politics, but um, you know, it's not nice. It's deserved, but it's not nice. How about um, you? How about you, Ryan? <laughs> uh, you know, as a founding member, I'm just I'm I'm just happy to be mm-hmm. here overall. You know. The fame, the money, could do with it, could do without it. Sure, yeah. 
Well, I'm you just going did, with the flow. You did buy that island. So was that okay, not about well, the money? Or? <laughs> the, let's hang on. Okay. Let's not talk about the island. Okay. Okay. That's fair. I could live with or without the money, but the island needs to stay. <laughs> right. For sure. It's not the money that you care about. It's the it's the uh, commodities and assets you almost immediately spend that money on. Yeah, like my yacht. Like I wouldn't be anything without my yacht. Right. Either. Yeah. But the money could come or go. The money, the fame could come or go, but I need two things in life, and that's mm-hmm. drugs, yachts, and islands. Okay, so that's three, and also, there is also, like, the seven mansions. Are those dispensable, or what's the deal? I mean, look, Orlando had 15. Orlando Bloom, that is. Right, We're on yeah. a first-name basis. We're on a first-name basis with yeah. Orlando Bloom. He was the <laughs> first kind of big celebrity entree that we had was Orlando Bloom, as collectively, of course. And he said it wasn't worth it. Mm-hmm. Mm. And look at what happened to Johnny. Yeah. Deb, oh, shout out, shout out to uh, Rosario Dawson, who uh, actually, you know, um, DM me and she said she's a big fan. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, oh. that I mean that that brings us to, you know, yeah. whatever what the tabloids are clamoring about is our mm-hmm. our, you know, various and sundry uh, celebrity. Um, uh, romantic encounters and look we don't like to give these people a lot of a lot of runway or anything but Ryan we do have to ask about your your uh long affair with CBS News's Maury Shaver how is Maurice doing assuming that you remember which CBS news anchor you're sleeping with this week no, you don't remember Maurice. It's all a haze, man. I understand. It's all a haze. I understand. I wouldn't <laughs> remember fucking Maurice Schaefer either. Um, well, I can say for me, I can say for me that you know, being seen as such a um, uh, you know an innovator, so creative to create the second podcast, kind of dedicated to the pop culture of 1999, and to grow it into such a media empire, you know. Uh, we have the spin-offs, we have the TV shows, we've got the movie options, we've got the many books mm-hmm. that I've written. Um, you know, we've got the speaking tour, the uh 99100 or the 1999 Institute at Carnegie Mellon. You know, there's a lot of things going on. You know, I have a lot less free time to sort of do what I love and that's uh shooting dogs for fun. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man! <laughs> I don't know where that went. God damn it! This is this is really oh, this is this is Ryan's sort of Epstein like you know journey, and now you're coming out with your fondness Look, of they're not sh- not even dog fighting. It's just shooting <laughs> dogs. What the fuck is that, man? Fame's really gotten to Look, your head. You guys, I understand that you have to jump down my throat about this. We've all been dog hunting together. And and look, look, I've been dragged through the mud plenty of times. I've had the most minor of consequences, which as a billionaire really pissed me off to no end to the point where I would, you know, fuck up the Supreme Court just so I don't have to face them. Um, Mm -hmm. They're not like pets. okay? they're endangered Australian outback singing dogs. And there's a big difference. okay? There's oh, so I many. I thought you were talking about the wolves in Wisconsin. Well, those legally, I have never acknowledged shooting, and I, I, you know. Well, they're they're free on the menu now. They've been released off of that endangered 
list, you know, Wisconsin. I've never, I've never understood that move. Look, look, look. <laughs> look like, that's so stupid. <laughs> I understand that you guys have to posture and be against my dog hunting habit. But look, look, it's good for the environment. It's good for me. It gets my rocks off every time I do it. Um, and uh, it's good for the economies of the places that I exploit. So I really don't see the issue, okay? Um, but other than that, I'm just a normal down-to-earth guy like I was 18 months ago when I started this podcast. Um, oh, what's that? Oh, he's on the phone now? Oh, well, you have to tell him that I'm recording a podcast. No, I understand. No, I understand that it's a, a time difference between He's here talking and to his butler, I think. I understand that. Yeah, I'd like to take this opportunity to mention how I'm not getting paid at all. <laughs> no. Yeah, like I, I think I was on a contract for sixty episodes plus, and you've only been here for thirty. I you know. know I I yeah, know, but the the part is, is I won't be here for sixty. I know that <laughs> it's a tough break, my man. It's I know a tough that break. President Putin is busy, but look, I'm recording the podcast. Okay, yeah, hack whatever he wants. Okay, as long as I get my dogs in. Okay, all right. Sorry about that, folks. We'll have our our team of unpaid interns. Oh wait, sorry, I'm. <laughs> oh, the, the, the cute girl at Jamba Juice wants to talk to me? Oh, that's big. That is big. Tell her I'm tell her I'm busy. That is big. I'm casting right now. Ugh, that's a power move, Jordan. That was good. Yeah. Maybe maybe I do get I do played. appreciate I do appreciate like the the you know, like the the allowance you guys give me. Oh sure. You know and that I and, blow immediately at Jamba Juice. Well, twenty dollars a week <laughs> is a lot of money. And people will tell you it's not, but they don't they don't care about you like we care about you. Are you kidding me, Sparky? That's like one banana. It's not ex- it's 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 bananas are expensive. I don't know what you fucking Jordan, would you take your earphones out just for a second? Just just for a second, yeah. You fucking idiot, Ryan. You fucking idiot. If he gets away if he's aware of how much fucking money we make if he's aware of how much money he makes, do you think he's going to do all of this work for free? I'm sorry, Sparky. I thought it was pretty fucking clear when I had 16 yachts. Okay, okay. He's dumb. We know he's dumb. <laughs> he's always been dumb, okay? He literally took his headphones out even though it was clear I was doing a bit. He's a moron, okay? He's not smart. That's why we need it's him. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Fuck! Do you think Nike's not paying him for all of his endorsements with Nike? It's I mean, unbelievable. I'm siphoning it in. Check is in the mail. Fucking idiot. Get your headphones back on. Come on, Jordan. Come on. There you go, bud. Hey, there um, he is. There he is. He's There's back. our there favorite sports boy. There's yeah. our favorite sports man. Hey, it's me. <laughs> oh, such a cutie. If you ever so much as think about asking for another penny, I'm going to slit your fucking throat like you're a dog. Okay. Speaking- hey, would you guys ever have kids? Uh, I had. I was my... actually thinking about that today. Um, Let me rephrase that. Would you ever adopt a child? I, I well, my philosophy has always been adopt, don't shop. Yeah, my yeah, that's your policy with dogs. My policy with <laughs> that's, that's dogs. That's my stance. Is, my policy with dogs, of course, is two fifty eights give me more of a thrill than uh, than fifty caliber. But yeah, look, the way I see it, <laughs> no, never buy store brand. Okay, I'm getting Ryan brand only. <laughs> See, that's the thing, though, is I know that Jordan Brand, that, that's, you know, it's, you know, he's going to be crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, at yeah. least, at least with adoption, it's kind of like it's in, it's a mixed bag. Like, yeah, sure. Yeah. 
if you didn't, I mean, obviously you two don't. Plus, have... plus, plus, they okay. can't blame you for anything. That is true. I'm a, I'm a 100% nature guy. I that don't believe in nurture at all. Yeah. So. I mean, kids, you can, you can really do whatever you want to them. Um, oh yeah. You know, you should, you should see what, you know, two weeks of, of dog killing training that these little Malay boys go through. How do you and train just, them in killing dogs? And they just they just hit, start hating dogs immediately. I mean, you put them on the range, uh, they'll they'll walk in front of gunfire to get these dogs because they're you know children. That's what just what they do. What do you, you know? what do you mean they'll walk in front of gunfire to get these? So like they'll walk in front of gunfire to get these dogs so they can later put bullets in them. No, 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 no. no. What you do is you get your helicopters up in the air. You release, mm-hmm. you release your Australian singing dogs that you're gonna shoot, okay? From the air. <laughs> I want, I want to make sure that I can pose with that dog after it's shot when it's still warm. Otherwise, cannot come. I, I, I've made mm-hmm. that very clear in Vogue, Rolling Stone, mm-hmm. everywhere. So, what do you have to do? Well, you gotta get, gotta get somebody to go grab them when they had just died. So you can't wait to fire, then have the little Malay boys go and pick them up. You can't do it. It's impossible. So you no, gotta let yeah. him go at the same time that you're shooting. I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Jeff and I do this all the time. Okay, Jeff and I do this all the time. We, I mean, like Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum, <laughs> Jeff yeah, Goldblum, famous dog killer, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> well, we are. You know, we've been blathering on and on and. You know, we have our separate podcasts that we do every week to blather on, but this is the this is the cash cow. This is the one that keeps us in Louis Vuitton um, uh, uh, shrink wrap. Um, speaking speaking of outrageous excess and rich people doing whatever the fuck they want at no expense to humanity, our movie this week is the nineteen ninety nine classic Deuce Bigelow male gigolo. Hey oh, yo, clamoring for it. Wow, I could do without this movie. I wish I'd never seen this movie. Yeah, I don't want to do the rich person bit anymore. So we're just gonna because I need this to be genuine. Mm-hmm. I fucking hated this movie. Oh so wait, we much. were being yeah. We were that was a bit. Yeah, that was a that was ta da. We pulled it off. We have five <laughs> listeners a week. We're not we're not famous. Um, but I hope you enjoyed that little yet. shenanigan. Yet. Yeah. Um, we started a Twitter account, you know, yeah. 99100 pod. Yeah, it's going to start blowing up pretty soon. And I oh, I just remembered my bit. It. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay, what was your bit, bud? Yeah. Um I'm going to I'm going to I think it's just going to be even one tweet, but it um you know that scene where uh, he's massaging the giant feet? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I was going to uh put a screen grab of that on the Twitter and Ask them to follow our new page, ninety nine one hundred ped, and it's where we we bless their feet with all the yes. best feet pics from ni- the nineteen ninety nine one hundred. No, right? that's yeah. great. You should yeah. commit to that. You should commit to finding a screenshot of feet in every single movie that we watch from here on out. It will totally not give the wrong impression about your proclivities. I mean, I just kind of want to watch Iron Giant now, just to <laughs> see, Go back and see what dogs I can get. <laughs> Oh man, Christ! I said some horrible yeah. shit back there. Damn, that was a you little. Really, really doubled down. That was the dogs. A, that mm-hmm. was a little pretty. That was pretty easy, man. I don't like that. 
Um, I'm a constant. <laughs> the, the thing is, those like rich people, that's not that bad yeah, for what they've done. Sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, like crimes against humanity. Cri- speaking of crimes against humanity, let's talk about Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo, a movie that is so bad in every conceivable way, <laughs> I literally do not know where to start. Do we want to start socially, conceptually? Do we want to talk about <laughs> just the the blatant, just the shitty script? Where do we want to start? The plot? Do we even bother with the plot? I don't look. The plot is that Rob Schneider becomes a fucking gigolo to pay off some guy's debt or his own debts because he broke a fish tank. All right, he he cleans fish tanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the plot. So he cl- right. yeah okay. Well, the setup. You have an amazing ability to like to you just get like beats three through five of the setup and miss <laughs> one and two. It's incredible. That's fine. That's all I need, right? And yet, at the same time, anytime you're asked to describe the plot, you can do the first 20 minutes in perfect shot-for-shot detail. I don't get you, Ryan. You're an enigma. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So, Rob Schneider cleans fish tanks. In the initial scene of the movie, he's cleaning a fish tank totally nude, and it's at an aquarium. It is unclear why he is naked. Did either of you understand that? Uh, I think it, no. it is very nice to swim naked. Absolutely. So. Well, yeah, facts, but but not like at he, an aquarium. He, yeah, he knows where he is. He also he also is kicked out for being naked at the aquarium, but they don't let him put his clothes <laughs> back on. So they're just like, "How could you expose yourself to all of these children?" Go do it more. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Are you okay, Ryan? You seem to be laughing harder than <laughs> usual. Sorry. <clears throat> I. God damn it. <laughs> it's, um, it's a funny scene. <laughs> it is a funny scene, but not that funny. I Honestly, don't... well. It's pretty reality. He would be arrested on the spot. He'd be arrested on the spot, and this movie would charge as a sexual. Yeah, Yeah. he'd have to register and everything. Um, Yeah. Then, then, so he's doing various and sundry uh, fish tank cleaning jobs, aquarium cleaning jobs, and he Mm -hmm. ends up cleaning the aquarium of this very attractive-looking man that kind of looks like a ripped George Harrison. Oh my god! I thought that. I yeah, I thought the exact same thing. Hey, it looks like a ripped George Harrison. Mm-hmm. Um, and we come to find out that he is a prostitute, a male prostitute, otherwise known as a gigolo. Um, he, okay, let's start talking about this. Let's talk about how this movie thinks being a gigolo goes. Shall we? Shall we talk about what being a gigolo is in this movie? I mean... Mm-hmm. He starts off, like, trying to date women, right? And then he's like, now you pay me $10. Um, Is that what you're talking about? No, I'm saying saying that there is is a a hierarchy. This is just how gigoloing operates in this movie. There's leagues. There's leagues, yeah. Right. And is it all, is it at all? So, okay, we're getting ahead of, I'm getting ahead of myself. Mm -hmm. I'm getting ahead of myself. This George Harrison is a gigolo. Who makes thirty five hundred dollars a night and only sleeps with incredibly attractive women? Correct. Okay, mm-hmm. that's where we start from. He's then asked yeah. 
to go to Switzerland for a job. Um, and uh, and Deuce is asked to 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 mind the fish tank so that his fucking lionfish or whatever the fuck doesn't die. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then does he then like break the fish tank? Yeah, he's he's uh, like. He's like trying to go. He's like trying to live his life, right? So he he's doing he's playing with the weapons, and then he's trying to do the the pull ups or the the crunches, right. yes. And then he breaks. Yeah, he's like it, it's one of those things where you put the boots on and you hang from something and you do crunches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what happens was he uh the toaster caught on fire, and then he was like, oh, I got to put that out, but then he couldn't get himself off the thing, so he grabbed onto the fish tank, which was precariously placed loosely on four pillars, and he knocked the whole thing over. Yeah. It's a dumb inciting action. The whole th- mm-hmm. the whole movie is dumb. The whole movie can suck mm-hmm. it. It's so bad. <laughs> oh man. He then has to turn to gigoloing. Um as a means I don't like that word. Can we like I mean fun. what do you what man do you want? Man-whoring. Yeah. It says man-whoring in the movie, but I think that's a bunch, sucks. Yeah. That sucks, right? It's uh, you, we could just call it prostitution. Yeah, I was about to say that. <laughs> yeah, he prostitutes himself. I don't remember how he starts though. What is he? No, he that's starts, when he goes. Does he steals one of the, his clients, right? right. Yeah, and right. and the dog tries to kill him, and then uh, she's like, "This is all I could grab," and he's like, "Wow, ten bucks!" And then he picks up that uh that that uh female gigolo at the right. bar. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So he then goes looking to be a gigolo, uh, to pay back the repairs for the aquarium, which is going to be like a lot of money, I guess. And um, the rest of the house. Ten dollars at a time, apparently. Oh yeah, the whole mm-hmm. house is fucked. That's the other thing. The whole <laughs> house is fucked. God, what? he needed six grand, and he was like, "I'm gonna do, I guess, six hundred people in three weeks." Yeah. Absurd. Stupid. There's also nothing special about him. That's the other thing. Like, it's not like he's Rob Schneider, but he fucks incredibly, or you know, he's no, got he's, a massive dick. He's just Rob he's Schneider. He's just Rob Schneider. He is only Rob Schneider. Precisely. He's not even. He's not even Rob. It's not like it's Rob Schneider. Oh, the guy from SNL. It's no, just it's, he looks. It's, it's this yeah. is a man who cleans fish tanks that looks like Rob Schneider. What that I tells, have just described. That tells uh, single moms that every boy needs a father. When did that happen? When he was getting the fish out of the fish tank or yeah. the, the toilet. Oh. And oh, yeah. she's like about she's handing him money, he goes, You know, I could stay every boy. Oh yeah. Father. That's right. That was gross. Yeah, basically gross. <laughs> basically this character is the grossest man in history. Yeah. He is, and like incredibly impoverished. He is I would say, no offense to Mr. Schneider, the most unfuckable character that has ever been put to screen. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he is uh, trying oh, yeah. to make his money being a gigolo, uh, a prostitute. He then tries to pick up this woman at a bar, and they go back to his place. And it's funny because she's also a prostitute who gets violent when uh, she doesn't get the money, um, which is probably because there's a, a pimp that will beat her up if she doesn't because real life uh, illegal sex work is a mm-hmm. nightmare and sucks and is no fun. Um, which is an undercurrent that I thought about during this movie, but uh, uh, 
something that uh, Rob Schneider and the other fucking guy who wrote this movie definitely did not. Because to them, prostitution is funny. And is a yeah, wait, fun... pim- pimps aren't pimps aren't always looking out for your best interests and are really fun <laughs> and have jacuzzi nachos with you. Yeah, we meet <laughs> we meet we meet this guy uh, who okay, so the female prostitute sees a picture of George Harrison is like, you why the fuck do you have a picture of him? Um, because the reputation he has is he will straight up fucking kill people all the time with his medieval weaponry collection, and that he's you know. One of the, you know, leading guitarists of the 60s. <laughs> I don't know. Fucking, if you think you can escape abroad, fucking Ravi Shankar is going to be there, <laughs> ready to fucking throw hands. And he will murder you with a sitar. Um, so then we meet the pimp, who's played by somebody. I don't remember. Eddie, Eddie something? Yeah. Uh, Eddie, I don't remember either. Um, he's in like Eddie a bunch Griffin. of movies. Though. Eddie, yeah, he's got from Griffin. Undercover Brother. And... Yeah, Eddie Griffin. Um, yeah. he comes by and he's like, "You can be one of my man whores." And here's how it works: there are people who uh get a lot of money and people who get a little bit of money. You're gonna be the people who get a little bit of money. And as Jordan alluded to, he is the nicest pimp in the universe of history because he's mm-hmm. just like, do your thing, man. What are you, what's good? You're good. Um, and he always yells white boy. He says white boy a lot, <laughs> which is funny because Rob Schneider wrote that. And that's how he thinks pimps talk to him. Funny stuff. What happens after that? He goes on uh, his yeah. various escapades. You know, he gets, the big fat woman right. who he persuades to just play board games and still gets paid. This so that's is, a win. This is this is the second part of it that is fucking gross about this. Um the reason that these women have to get gigolos is because they have problems or quote something oh, yeah. wrong with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Already wildly <laughs> offensive. Yeah. The these the these wildly offensive wrong things start with uh, a very large black woman who's played by fucking big boy. You know, big boy from Outcast. Yeah, big boy plays a woman in this. Um, and the joke is that big boy, as a woman who already has a fat suit on top of big boy. Finds herself attractive, and that's her character, is that a big boy dressed as a woman, and even bigger than big boy, would think that they were attractive. Ta-da! That's it! Also, Amy Amy Poehler doesn't have Tourette's, right? That is correct. Amy Poehler does not have (laughs) Tourette's, which you would know because that is, I think that's the second, uh, that's the second uh encounter right or is there another one no i think it's like the third or fourth encounter of, of the, the lost catalog kind. of the catalog she's been in or no, no no as as like the second person that deuce bigelow uh oh, yeah, no yeah. i think he goes tall girl then narcolepsy girl then amy i poehler. thought he was talking i thought he was literally asking if amy poehler had tourette's and then no that was yeah. no 
Um, um, yeah, so, it's that order. Yeah. So the next person is Amy Poehler, who the well, joke is what Jordan. What? I mean, it's just it's also it's like Rob Schneider's like I don't want to fuck these women. Yeah, that is like <laughs> that is the defining so, thing about it. Yeah, is like, the like the man who would fuck literally a fish is like will mm, not like gross. Yeah, and he's like, I guess I just have to get money by charming them. Yeah, and and he basically convinces them to love themselves, even though that is precisely what the Big Boy's character was doing, and was like, yeah, I do love myself. Mm-hmm. Come get it. But also uh, not. And then we see Amy Poehler, uh, who has Tourette's, and those are very big air quotes, because Tourette's... Uh, is a, a a thing that is hard to deal with in real life. Um, is is just she yells like horse cock and fuck all the time, and that's it. That's it. Like, I mean, like you can't you can't expect an accurate portrayal of Tourette's in this movie. You, if you want an accurate portrayal of Tourette's, watch the South Park episode. Yeah. God. <laughs> it is it is a lot to ask for an accurate portrayal of Tourette's. Yeah when the movie is written by Rob Schneider and the year is 1999. But I found that whole thing distasteful. And his ingenious solution was to take her to a baseball game so that yelling obscenities was totally okay. Great. Good writing, Yeah, so 1% of her, less than 1% of her life, she can feel, uh, you know, at home. Because yeah, are always predictable and make sense at baseball games. Wait, the narcoleptic girl died, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, she did. When? At the end. <laughs> in the end credits. When it's like, oh, she took his, she oh, took his yeah. advice to go to the Eiffel Tower, and it's like, may she rest in peace or something. Right. <laughs> she's, yeah. she's no longer with us or something. Something like dumb. that. She yeah. never woke up. That was the next thing. Was there yeah. was a woman with narcolepsy? This is this is this is a, another layer of baffling things. These women are like in their thirties. How have they attractive? She's attractive. Sure, all of them are. It's a movie. Everybody in it is attractive, except when the joke is that they're so deeply unattractive that nobody would fuck them, even for money. As in the case, and that of... they get they have meat sweats from that right. they they Over dabble meat. they dab their forehead with Subway sandwiches. Yes, um, peak comedy. Um, Rob Schneider is the most unattractive. Character. Rob Schneider is. <laughs> Great, the most unattractive actor. Great point. The most yeah. unattractive person in this movie is Rob <laughs> Schneider. Rob Schneider. <laughs> Even Big Boy was confident. And yeah. Yeah. Oh Jesus, God, I hate this fucking. Movie. Well, you never see the tall person's face. You do never see the tall person's face. That is also okay. We're gonna get there. The next person is narcoleptic, uh, played by fucking what was her name? Um. God, oh my God, I hate this movie. Um, who the fuck cares? Yeah, like, who who cares? Yeah. Um, uh, I think her name is she's Carol. Dead. Um, she she's narcoleptic and apparently to this point has not been able to operate in the real world ever at all. She's thirty five, lives on her own, but has is completely helpless. Falls down her stairs all the time. It's hilarious. I don't even remember what his solution was. A fucking football helmet? I think that yeah, was it. Yeah, puts a football helmet on <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty Unbelievable. much Unbelievable. Also, uh, they go to a restaurant and have soup, 
and they tie her hair up to like a banister oh, yeah. so when she falls asleep she doesn't fall into the soup. It's it's just this. It's this. It's what does that sound funny to you, listener? Are you enjoying yourself? No, you're not. It sucks. Shit. Mm-hmm. Always. What happened Facts. after that? Somebody else want to talk about the tall person while I take a walk? Right. Yeah, she's you, tall. You, yeah. She's tall as shit. She's like a right? tall Swede. Fuck. Um, Norway. She's Norwegian. Whatever. Yeah, what do you mean whatever? Get the details, you know? She really wants to fuck, right? Isn't she the one where... They all want to fuck. Yeah. They're hiring yeah, a she... prostitute. Yeah. She um, really wanted to fuck, but then he just rubs her feet real good. Yeah, people call her a freak on the street. She's so oh, yeah. unfuckable. On the street, they call her a freak. She's so unfuckable... That nobody would touch her because she's tall. Like super tall, though, like which is a fetish. Five. In, standing in, next in, to in Rob Schneider, it's, it is kind of hard to, you know, yeah. for her to be out of frame next to Rob Schneider isn't that. Yeah. Because yeah. he's like, what, 5'2", <laughs> 5'3", five, five, at most on a good day? Uh, in the Tevas he was sporting, yeah, I'd say like 5'3". <laughs> <laughs> so she's what, 6'6"? Six, six? Yeah, maybe, a, yeah, max. Maybe a little max. bit. Maybe like yeah. Fucking a little bit taller. Yeah. She's just tall. It's, yeah. Are you kidding? And she's like, uh, she's just tall. We never the see, kicker. We don't see her face though. Yeah. Which yeah. I guess shouldn't matter, because everybody's got a face and it looks a certain way, and people can love them because not everybody's a fucking monster. Except the girl with the one leg. Oh my god, we'll get there. <laughs> that made me so fucking furious. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm going to scream. I'm going to get complaints from my goddamn uh, uh, apartment neighbors. Your lawyer neighbors? My lawyer neighbors. And military They're press Army charges. generals. Ungoddamn believable. So there's. But is, is that the next girl? That's the next girl he goes out with, right? I think she was mixed in between, right? Um, it's possible. Uh, I think there was somebody else, maybe. Uh, no, I think that was it. Um, we do meet his dad, uh, who's played by Richard Riley, who's so good in this movie. He does, he does so well, and he's so... Yeah, I think he he was one of the funnier. He's just, like, he doesn't fuck around. He's so good. He's so, like, sweet and nice, and, uh... Rob Schneider is so ashamed of him because he cleans the toilets at a fancy restaurant. No, he's a bathroom attendant. Uh, God, why do you hate okay, him? Okay, like so a much? pool cleaner is a, like a hydro. Uh, what is it? It's like a hydro uh, Phallic, engineer or something. Yeah, maybe. But like, yeah. I say he cleans the toilets because every time they're in the bathroom, there's like shit and fart noises and. It's like everybody's mm-hmm. having horrible diarrhea at this fancy restaurant all at once. It's like I directed the scene. Yeah. Or it was <laughs> shot at an engineering uh, office's building. Um, because mm, that is... just doing shots of caffeine. That is what everybody at my office sounds like. It's just, That's awful. It's so bad. Like, I have not had a day where I have to go to the bathroom uh, and I don't hear somebody, like, just shitting ass. Yeah, it's just like 
It's like an <laughs> overpressurized keg, that bathroom. All right, it's okay. It's just terrible. All right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. Um, we also uh, meet the um, the detective who's on... Oh, wait, kind of important to note, his mom was a prostitute. Yeah, that's what oh, it's yeah. revealed to, which doesn't really come up that much. I guess. It just comes up in comic effect where he's like, oh, when your mom was sucking my dick yeah. in Thailand for, for you know, pennies. <laughs> pennies. <laughs> I, fell in lo- I fell in love with her. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, yeah. But, Total disrespect uh, to sex workers from this movie. Yeah. I mean, obviously. Clearly. Right? <laughs> like, oh, I'm fuming. I'm fuming, boys. I like I like the detective. I think he was my favorite character. The detective was great because he had yeah. one note, which was "Be fucking furious with your entire being." Like that's that's the mm-hmm. note that they gave him was like, okay, in this scene, your motivation is you're so fucking furious that you have to scream every line, and <laughs> he delivered. He delivered. Um, and yeah, but then he's he's got the bit where like he pulls out his dick. That's yeah, he pulls out his too. dick a lot. He pulls out his dick quite a quite a lot, um, for and, medical reasons. And he is he is uh like he is trying to put um George Harrison behind bars. And obviously, since he's living there, he's like, ah, oh, you're a prostitute too, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, and he doesn't really like affect the plot in any real way at all. Kind of, he's just angry. Every so often, um, and uh, yeah, and then and then he goes on a date with this woman who is said to be a big challenge by the pimp, uh, who's in the jacuzzi still because that's the only time they hang out is in a jacuzzi. He he or is actually the he's the guy. He was the guy in She's All That. Oh, was he? No, but I'm saying like oh. it's this, it would be funny if it was the same character. The guy you know is like. Give me, give me fat and ugly. I can deal with that, but don't give me, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of, a kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. He's he is like, oh yeah, fat and ugly. I can deal with, but you know, okay. So he goes, he goes to this restaurant, um, uh, and he there's a little misdirect because it's like, oh, am I on a date with this Chinese woman with an eye patch? Terrible. Um, I'd rather die. Uh. And but no, it's this gorgeous woman named Kate, who's played by a woman that looks so much like Gwyneth Paltrow, but is not mm-hmm. Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm-hmm. Um, she wasn't. She was too busy doing Shallow Hal at the time. <laughs> what does that mean? Where she played a, a fatty. Oh, you haven't seen Shallow Hal? I have not. With Jack Black? I have not seen that. Movie. That was a '99 classic. No, but it's just oh. you know, it's a hot woman playing a. Uh, what? Fuck it. Go. Go on. An ugly hey, asshole. I have a, yeah. I'd like to interject real quick with some personal news. Oh, okay. Uh, I I matched with the girl on Tinder okay. or on on Bumble rather. My they man. have to message first. Had a boy. Mm-hmm. Let me preface by saying I'm probably not going to meet this girl. I'm not very interested. But mm-hmm. she opened with. Why you need to preface that, but okay. Well, okay. Let me. <laughs> yeah, what are your thoughts on this? Proceed. Your profile gives me. Coldplay music video vibes. Um, I think you got fucking flamed, man. 
I think you got yeah, fucking what the flamed. Fuck? I gotta change my profile. I think she matched mm-hmm. you just to fucking flame you. Yeah, what a bitch. Um, nah, she's d- probably she's probably cool. I don't know. Yeah, that wasn't great, bud. Just bleep that out. Bleep that out. Bleep that yeah, out. bleep that. We'll edit that bleep out in post. We'll, edit, we'll get that in post. Oh man, if our ten million listeners had any idea the shit you'd say, you'd be canceled in a minute. It's okay, I'm rich now. They can't cancel me anyways. <laughs> oh, man. So he meets this woman, and he's trying to figure out what's wrong with her, uh, and he's all in love, and she is smitten with him instantly and without any attempt at uh, uh, reasoning. Um, why? And they go out and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, and he decides he can't sleep with anyone anymore. Um, and then, uh, God, the end of this movie it doesn't make any fucking sense. What else happened? God damn it! I don't know. Uh, all, oh, they fix they fix the tank. He gets his money. Yeah, he slowly works. Yeah, he has like an inside. He has like a gay friend who is building the tank for him. Right, right. I don't know why, like. He you yeah, they, it's like they keep insisting that he can't pay the money back later, um, which is one of those things where it's like, okay, well, we have a clear plot hole. I know we can give a very tenuous reason as to why and just say it over and over again, and the audience will believe it. Um, we do come to find out what is ro- quote unquote wrong with Kate uh, the first time they have sex, which is she has a prosthetic leg, um, and that makes her so goddamn unattractive to people that she has never she has never had a boyfriend i threw up i watching that scene yeah i thought i saw frankenstein crawling out of bed over there bleach in my eyes it was uh, i'm gay now from, <laughs> from that <laughs> and had a prosthetic leg and was so good with it that no detection in gait or walking speed <laughs> Like was so effective at wearing a prosthetic leg that she that he didn't know. Unbelievable! It made me fucking furious. Um, mm-hmm. She was also set up for this date uh, uh, without her knowledge that um, that the uh, guy that was coming was a um, was a, a prostitute um, by her friends that were like, "Oh, she's so gross. She's." Nobody would go out with her. Um, mm-hmm. And they have this confrontation uh, at the the girl's house, and he's leaving, and we pan out to find that it's a fucking sorority. This woman is in college. Oh, shit. I was it? That I detail. just thought it, I thought it was just like they were meeting at a house. No, it was like they had Greek letters outside of it. These were people in a fucking sorority. So... So is this Rob movie, Schneider twenty, or is he? He's not twenty. He's that would be the most unbelievable thing. He is like a full up man now, and a par- So this movie would have you believe that there is not one frat guy in all of the frat houses on campus that would stoop so low. Ha! <laughs> stoop. To to date 
a gorgeous woman because she has a prosthetic leg. I threw up. I vomited. I vomited. Just mm-hmm. now, in my mouth. Just a little bit. This movie blows so hard. I hate it so much. And then, okay. Then he gets caught, and he goes to trial because he won't rat out the pimp. Um, and uh, he's acquitted because all of the women that he had he had gone on these dates with testified that he made them feel so good and loved by taking them to baseball games and rubbing their feet, etc. Um, and never had sex with them. And he was like, mm-hmm. case dismissed. Um, which is not how this works. It's not how any of this works. They would all be booked for uh, solicitation. Um, and he would also be booked for solicitation. Still a crime. Still a crime. Also, mm-hmm. mostly just like a ticketed offense most places. Especially if this is California or Florida. No way. Come on. Absurd. And then they have this big race to try to get the, uh, to try to get well, the, uh, oh, oh, uh, oh. There's that scene where he sleeps with the ridiculous, or he almost, no, I think he sleeps with her, the ridiculously hot woman, and then she's the wife of the cop. Oh, right. Yeah. That's oh, funny. right. But he like, does a strip tease. Yeah. He does that strip tease because that's what the woman wanted. And yeah, mm-hmm. she's like unbelievably attractive and he's like, I can't have sex with you. I'm in love with somebody. And she's like, I understand. I'll give you the money anyway, so long as you do a really shitty, bad striptease. God. Fuck. God damn it. Then they race to get everything back together, and he comes home and... All the dates. All the dates help out. All the dates help out. Including including Stumpy's blind roommate. Yeah, what the fuck was that? Newly blind. <laughs> newly blind. Because a regular blind person wouldn't you know Would be able have to all the operate. faux pas yeah yeah, God, it's yeah like... i saw i saw fucking val kilmer go blind oh, <laughs> crazy i know how it is <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna get all mopey up in the woods um that's a callback reference to at first sight which i think was episode 38 um oh if it actually was i'd be very impressed with myself and that's the end of the movie uh, Antoine George Harrison comes back and I guess tries to kill him for some reason for whatever. Yeah, he taps on the fish tank and then it breaks. And it breaks and he's like, "All right, time to die." Uh, Which and... is weird because I was like, "Oh, like that's genius." Because then now they're like, "Oh, it was your fault because you were tapping on the." Yeah, that's exactly what I said. Yeah, but he was like killing time. Um, and then he fucks the giant and has kids. Yeah. Oh yeah, then it does it does that thing that they did in the last movie. And... It was like split, like, uh, uh, where are they now? Yeah. God. I like how they were just like straight up, uh, Norm MacDonald was only on set. Oh, that was the only funny part. That was the only funny (laughs) part. Right at the end. So Norm MacDonald plays a bartender, um, as like a gimmick role. And in the, uh, in the after credit scene is like, Norm MacDonald was only on set for one day. And I was like, son of a bitch movie. You got one in there. But it's like joke. they could they didn't even do like they could have done that better. Like I thought it would have been funny if it was like Norm MacDonald went on to be an SNL or something. Yeah. Like, Norm MacDonald fucking... won't return my calls after he made this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, and that's the end of the movie, and it sucked and I hate it. You guys have any Miller highlights? I think we have one collective Miller highlight, and it's the Norm MacDonald. The Norm MacDonald thing, yeah. Yeah. Can you think of any other redeemable part of this movie? 
Uh, I guess that Rob Schneider doesn't get laid. Or do, does he Does he end he, up he having does sex sleep with, Kate? with Kate? Yeah, he sleeps does, with Kate. Damn. Because she's so, she's so scared that he found out that the leg was fake. Which, you're about to fuck him. I mean, you could warn him before he takes the leg off, right? Like, She tried. She tried. God, unbelievable. Um, no, there's not. There's nothing redeemable. I guess that Rob Schneider's career really took a turn for the shitter. I mean, this. I guess it was redeemable because there's a sequel. Oh yeah, that makes. Deuce yeah, Bigelow made ninety-two million dollars. I don't like to think about how rich he got off of this. I hope. I think that he probably went and killed some dogs with money, with this type of money. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yachts. God, fucked Maurice Schaefer. God damn it. All right, Ryan, did you write a rap? I kind of no. I, I'm ask. calling in sick. I, I was pretty sick all weekend. Okay. Didn't have time. Well, here's a question for you boys. What did we learn? Let's talk about what we learned from watching this movie. Um, I don't know why people are bitching all about this sex work stuff. Clearly, it is a great <laughs> game to be in. <laughs> Pimps are nothing but you know. They're very cool looking guys. out. They look out for you holistically. You know, yeah, they give you they nachos. Sh- you hang out yeah. at cool beach clubs. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't. They don't set you up with anyone who's like remotely dangerous or beat you in any sense. Yeah, and they're really cool about letting you keep all of the proceeds from, uh, from your sex work. Like you mm-hmm. keep a hundred percent of the money. You have total autonomy. You can get out anytime. Um, I learned that there is a direct correlation between how much in being a male prostitute, how much money you make and how attractive your clients are. It's a one-to-one relationship because the more attractive the woman, the more they're willing to pay to have sex with a prostitute. Mm-hmm. <sighs> That's what I learned. We also learned that, um, uh, unfuckable women are people too, and sometimes yeah. if they yell or have are tall, that doesn't mean that they're monsters. It mean you definitely don't want to fuck them still, um, but they they're people. You know that's what I learned. Did you learn mm-hmm. anything, Ryan? Um, no. You guys really uh took the words right out of my mouth. You know, <laughs> pimps are cool. Pimps are pimps. Uh, it's not that pimps are cool. Pimps are caring. Yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, it is. I did learn. I it did dispel a myth that pimping is in fact easy. Mm-hmm. I've been told all my life <laughs> that pimping ain't easy. Yeah. but pimping seems really, really easy. So, anyway, um. That brings oh, Milk or Merlot. Milk or Merlot. Oh. No, I'm that too. <laughs> that brings well, us. I mean. That brings us to the time, the the tension, suspenseful moment where we give our final judgments about whether this movie has gone stale like milk or aged like a fine wine. I know our audience is listening with bated breath about we what our final thoughts of this movie are. Ryan, is this milk or Merlot? Uh, clearly, it was a milk. How about you, Jordan? Do you have a contrasting yeah, opinion? I'm not going to do any bits. It, it was a milk. It was a milk. I think this was milk that a lactose intolerant cheetah lapped up 
uh, shit out, <laughs> re-ate, vomited into a dead dog's mouth, and then that was put into an oak barrel, shat in, left in the oh hot Serengeti sun Damn. for a thousand years, and you opened it up and you huffed it directly into your rectum. This movie... And Rob Schneider is the one and who Rob put Schneider it in your, was, rec- in your was, rectum. Was watching the whole time. Yeah. But you throw in a single chocolate chip <laughs> for our boy Norm MacDonald. Uh, yeah, a single chocolate chip for Norm. Um, yeah, I did not care for this movie a lot. I don't think it's the worst movie that we've seen, but I think it did make me the most angry. I think that's going to keep happening mm-hmm. where like movies it's... that make me angry, the further up the list they go, the more it'll make me angry. Because if you made a shitty movie that made no money, like fucking Carry to the Rage, that was mm-hmm. fun. <laughs> that was enjoyable. It was a bad movie. This was just like infuriating. Made me. I don't think a movie that we've seen Cruel Intentions this angry. Cruel Intentions was the one that I think still probably angers me the most, but this was almost on that. It was it it angered me for different reasons. I think Cruel Intentions was redeemed by the fact that like it's good acting and the acting was okay. There was except for, like a sto- what's your face? Yeah, there was like a story <laughs> arc. There was like an mm-hmm. arc. I mean, it's from a famous French novel. Um, and like. The guy died, so he got his comeuppance a little bit. Fucking yeah. Deuce was able to, like... He came out on, on top and learned That's nothing. That's true. He's the, the, he was a hero he in this movie. He was the hero of this, of this uh, movie. All right. Well, have we yelled it into the ground yet? I think so. Um, that just means... to, all, I, all I remember from the sequel is there's a woman with a dick on her face, and that's her. That's so they really, they really, so they said, funny. yeah, they said we gotta follow it up with like actual, like one leg. That's pretty gross. What if we put a dick on someone's face? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, all of our ranting and raving aside, there is but one metric that. Uh, reveals the true quality of a movie and that is the legs mr ryan do you have the legs for us now i do uh coming in with a production budget of 18 million dollars and adjusted for inflation making 116 oh god damn it he got so rich yeah that is a hit (laughs) fuck me (laughs) yeah that's that's why they got a sequel oh my god people were loving it yeah, that's uh okay. And the legs. Five point three six. Oh, son of a bitch. We were mm. wrong. We were wrong. I guess we were wrong. It's better it's than average. That is one twentieth of Galapagos. So high praise. Well, that's gonna do it for Deuce Bigelow and Male Gigolo. Hey, don't watch this movie even as a joke. It sucks so bad it made me angry. I'm still angry now. Don't um, give him your money. Yeah. Even though it's on HBO Max, cancel HBO Max. If you're paying for HBO Max, cancel it until they take this off. Mm-hmm. It's free on Amazon Prime, too. Oh, son of a bitch. All right, well. <laughs> They're just well, poisoning everything. Luckily, well, we, Bezos doesn't virus. work for Amazon anymore. Yeah, he does. 
Don't be a fool. Oh, yeah, so retired. all the workers don't... are, you know. Yeah, yeah you, you retired today. You can unionize. No, don't be a schmuck. He's still like executive chairman or some shit. Don't be a uh, schmuck. Yeah, whatever. Don't be a he schmuck. Still owns, he still owns most of the Just company. so he doesn't have the responsibilities so he can go play with his dick rocket. Kind of. Yeah. With his bro. Hate that fucking guy. Well, that's <laughs> going to do it for um, for Deuce Bigelow, Male Jiggle. You can join us next week when our movie will be the 1999 classic Bowfinger. Uh... <laughs> This the log line is when a desperate movie producer fails to get a major star for his bargain basement film, he decides to shoot the film secretly around him. Boys, I have hope for this one. This sounds because good. It is directed by Frank Oz. Yes, Frank Oz. From the Muppets? The Muppets. Frank Oz. Mm. Um it's and which Yoda one is he the too. is he the is he the blue one with like the no I that's Gonzo. <laughs> Hold on, that's Gonzo. I'll pull it up. But um, I think he was also Yoda. I think this guy was fucking Yoda. Yeah, he was Yoda. Yoda directed this. Um, Yoda directed this. He was Miss Piggy and Grover and Cookie Monster. Uh, and uh, yeah, he was also something else. I think he was another thing. He um. Yeah, fucking Frank Oz. It's Frank Oz. And let me just let me just give you a little taste of the cast here. We got Steve Martin. We got Eddie Murphy, Heather Graham, Carol Barinsky, fucking Robert Downey Jr., Jamie Yo, Kennedy. Terrence Stamp. Uh yeah. Uh Terrence Terrence Stamp is in it. Um and it's directed by fucking Frank Oz. And John Show. And, and written by Steve Martin. So He's been in a stinker. He's been in a stinker, but he didn't write that one. So he's been in a stinker. Now it's Bowfinger. Hey-oh. Well, you can join us to hear all of our thoughts about Bowfinger next week on ninety nine one hundred. Sorry that this went up a day late. Sue me. Also, like we we try not to talk about the movie as much, but this one was just yeah, horrendous. We were trying. We to could do, yeah, we like it deserved do... to be. We try to do on. jokes. We try to do fun, fun. We try to do bits, but God, I was All so right. furious. All right. Well, follow us on Twitter um, and uh, call your mom. She deserves to hear from mm-hmm. you. I've Even been if she your... was a Bangkok whore. <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> God bless her soul. I've been your humble host, Sparky Shelton. Um, and I've been your humili- hum- humility host, Jordan Granick. And as always, I'm Ryan. And as always. Oh, fuck. God damn it. And now. You bastard. That's my thing. Yeah, I know. And now, classical gas.